everybody to the gentleman's atlas podcast glad to have you guys back with me again and let's go ahead and get started with today's episode so today we're going to talk about controlling our emotions and we're going to start off with a quote by uh, bruce lee who said that emotions can be the enemy if you give in to your emotion you lose yourself you must be at one with your emotions because the body always follows the mind Controlling your emotions has a lot more power than we think. You know, a lot of thoughts that come to mind when you first think of controlling our emotions is going to be, you know, anger management, taking deep breaths in the time of high stress, or when you're feeling very emotional about something. But it dives much deeper than that. And the truth is that control over your emotions is control over your life. Because you have to remember that your emotions are going to betray you. If you're in a moment where there's going to be a high emotional reaction, highly emotional reaction, you have to understand that using logical, intellectual thinking and response is going to give you a different answer than if you think with your emotions. Making promises when you're happy, making decisions when you're sad, saying things when you're angry. If you take out the emotion, the thing that you would have done changes every single time and i think all of us are able to relate to a moment where we made decisions when either we were sad happy angry that if we moved on a few days later we would not have made that same decision if we were not in that headspace so you have to separate this emotional thinking from the decisions that you're taking and there's another component to it where it's when you show emotion you're letting others words actions thoughts decisions impact your feeling in the moment and showing that shows them that they have power over you and you don't want that to happen you have to understand that when you keep yourself composed no matter the situation people realize that you have power over yourself and it's not to say that you can't have those feelings it's to say that you don't show them to the other people Right. If something really bothers you and you're upset, you're calm, you're collective, and your response is based on logical, intellectual, and knowledgeable thinking, and not you reacting because you're feeling emotional about it. So let's remember that the ability to regulate your emotions affects how people perceive you. If you're laughing at something during a serious moment, you're definitely going to get resentful looks from everyone else around you. On the other hand, if you start reacting with rage, even in the moment of traffic or someone cuts you off, right? One, it doesn't do anything any good because this person has no idea what's going on. And two, you're putting yourself in a situation that's not really beneficial because you're really creating a situation where you could perhaps perhaps risk an injury or, you know, an accident. And so what we have to remember is that some emotional responses also require no regulation. 
So, you know, if it's an emotion that's appropriate for the situation, helps you feel better, um, there's no need to worry about changing the way of that emotion. You know, a good example is if you find something genuinely funny, right, in a moment where it's supposed to be funny, laughing is a good emotion, Um, you know. And then in that sense, too, it's like be honest with yourself. You know, is it funny? I'm going to laugh because I feel like it's funny. Um, is it something to be sad over? You know, if you lose a loved one, that's an appropriate moment. But in the terms of someone trying to get a response out of you, someone trying to elicit reactions out of you, you have to remember that staying composed puts you in a position of power, puts you in a position that you know how to control yourself. So now that we've talked about controlling your emotions, and we'll come back to it, let's talk about a few ways to not have your emotions control you. So the best way is to experience these uncomfortable emotions, but don't stay stuck in these emotions because managing your emotions isn't the same thing as suppressing them. Ignoring your sadness, your anger, or your pain, pretending like you're not hurt or it's not impacting you doesn't make the emotions go away. In fact, it's shown that unaddressed emotional wounds are likely to get worse over time. And there's a good chance that suppressing what you're feeling can turn to unhealthy coping mechanisms such as binge eating or alcohol. So it's important to acknowledge your feelings while also recognizing and always keeping in mind the fact that your emotions don't have to control you. So first off, let's start by labeling your emotions. You cannot solve, you cannot understand what you don't know. If you're not asking yourself, why am I feeling like this? What am I feeling? You don't know what the problem is. You know there's a problem, but you haven't addressed it. So before you can change how you feel, you need to acknowledge what you're experiencing right now. Are you nervous? Are you disappointed? Are you sad? Are you angry? Are you upset? Because you got to have to keep in mind that anger sometimes masks emotions that feel vulnerable, like shame or embarrassment. Right, you know, if you mess up on something and people start laughing, that's when you get angry as a defensive mechanism. And you have to understand, am I angry or am I really just embarrassed that I messed up? So you gotta pay extremely close attention to what's really going on inside of you. You know, put a name to your emotions, name what you're feeling. And when you label how you feel, it loses power over you because before you didn't know what the problem was. And it was looming over you and it was taking away time and willpower from your moment. But once you've labeled them, now you understand the problem. Now, one, understanding the problem takes away part of the pain. But two, now you can get to work and move past it. So let's start again with reframing our thoughts. So if we want to control our emotions, if we want to respond and manage them, we need to reframe our thoughts because your emotions perceive the way or affect the way you perceive events. If you're feeling anxious and get an email from your boss that they want to see you right away, you might assume the worst. If you're feeling happy when you get the same email, your first thought might think you might get promoted or you might get congratulated on a job well done. 
So you have to consider this emotional filter in the moments that you see the world through. And then you have to reframe your thoughts to develop a more realistic view. So again, let's cut, let's stay in the same situation. You get an email from your boss saying they want to see you right away. There's a lot of different contexts, but the way to not use emotional thinking and start using logical thinking is you think, is there anything recently that I've underperformed? Is there anything recently that I've done well? And is there any project where they would need my assistance? And if it's none of those things, then you just understand maybe just a meaning of another assignment, a new assignment. And there's no reason for any emotions not to be happy or not to be upset or anxious. And you go through it. And then you go into that meeting not expecting anything. And then it's puts you in a different headspace. Because the last thing you want is to be happy and then really just overstate the nature of the meeting and then get reprimanded for something you did wrong. So being in control of your emotions really helps you not get caught off guard and stay in control the entire time. So let's start talking about like catching ourselves when we're thinking. So you have to remember, you know, the easiest way a lot of times to gain a different perspective is to take a step back and ask yourself, you know, what would you say if someone else had the same problem or situation? So when you catch your, when you catch yourself thinking things of like, you know, oh, I might get embarrassed here. This is going to be a waste of time. No one's going to want to talk to me at this event and I'm going to look stupid. You know, have to remind yourself these things, you know, it's, it's up to you to control how that's going to happen, you know. Are you going to meet new people? Are you going to show interest about learning new things? Are you going to make new connections? Or are you going to sit and sulk the entire time because you're scared? So again, back to this thing, the easiest way to gain a different perspective, to take a step back and ask yourself, you know, what would you say to someone you cared about if they had the same problem? You know, if someone's like, oh, I'm going to go to this event, I'm going to go to this party, I'm going to meet these people, and I don't know if anyone's going to like me or if I'm going to meet new friends, what are you going to tell them? And most likely it's words of encouragement, words of taking chances, words of taking opportunities. And you have to do the same for yourself. You know, you have to remember that whenever you find yourself dwelling on these negative things, you need to change the channel in your brain. You need to do something that's going to get your mind off of it if you can't address it in the moment because it's taking too much out of you. You know, For example, physical activity is a great way to help this, and it's going to help you stop kind of diving deeper and deeper this hole of negativity. With that being said, that follows into the next point, which is engaging in a mood booster. You know, So when you're in a bad mood, you're more likely to engage in activities that keep you in that state, isolating yourself, scrolling through your phone, complaining to people, um, these are just some of the few bad behaviors that we go through. But those things keep you stuck. These things don't help you solve your problem. You have to take positive action if you want to feel better. So think of the things that you do when you feel happy. Do those things when you're in a bad mood and you'll start to feel better, right? Call a friend and talk about something pleasant. Go for a walk, meditate, listen to uplifting music. Do whatever makes you happy, whatever is unique to you when you're feeling down so you get out of this headspace after you've addressed this problem and so there's nothing more to say except you have to keep practicing your emotion emotional regulation skills because managing and controlling your emotions is tough at times and there will likely be a specific emotion like anger like anxiety that sometimes gets the best of you but the more time and the more attention 
that you spend on regulating your emotions, the more mentally stronger you'll become. You're going to gain confidence in your ability to handle discomfort while also knowing that you can make healthy choices that shift your mood. In a world that's in a society that's been changing so much in the last 50, 60 years, these principles, these ideas that we have to remain in control of our lives are more important than ever because they don't lose relevance. They're timeless. So when we talk about these things such as controlling your emotions, you have to understand you're setting yourself to prepare for whatever comes next. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the day after or the week after. But what we do know is that if we implement stuff like this, if we implement emotional regulation control, it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow or the day after or the week after. But we have the tools and we now have the resources to go into these days prepared and ready to take on the new unexpected challenges that come up. And you have to remember that a challenge only becomes an obstacle if you bow to it. That's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will catch you guys in the next episode.